Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi folks, thanks for joining me again today. I'm kind of finishing up a message yesterday. I talked about choices and decisions and character and things like that. I'm going to start off with the new scripture today in Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 through 7. And so then we'll talk about that and we'll move forward. But hey, you know what? I hope your day is going to be great today. I hope that you are going to have one of the greatest days you've had in a long time. Why? Because you want to honor Jesus Christ first. Our Heavenly Father, I pray your blessings, your many blessings on our listeners today. God, open their hearts, their minds. Give them opportunity to show people the love of Jesus. And Lord, if they're struggling with anything in their own personal life this day, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, take care of that situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, here we are. Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 through 7. In the course of time, Cain brought brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of the flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. But on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not what is right... Sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out in the field. While they were there in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Well, folks, that's a sad story. Sad story. Sad story how the enemy can get in and cause damage. And we hear that in the nation all the time. We hear that in the world even even a few weeks ago. There was a incident in Jacksonville, Florida, where they were playing the Madden game and a, and a guy cracked and killed people and killed himself. Horrible, horrible situation. Well, God accepted Abel's gift, but didn't accept Cain. So Cain got angry and it moved him to sin against God. God said some pretty valuable words to Abel, and these words ring very true today. I mean, to, to, excuse me, to Cain. He said these to Cain. He said, why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? (laughs) I like that. If you do what is right, won't you be accepted? God was and is concerned for human beings to do what is right in his sight, to overcome problems, and to use them as growth opportunities. And if you do, folks, your character will be developed. The problem we have sometimes today is We allow those problems to take us down. We allow those problems to depress us. We want the pharmaceuticals to become rich because we want to have to live on those pharmaceuticals because we're in so much stress because of those pressures. Allow the pressures to build your character because you put your total faith and trust in God. You know, how does pressure help build your character? Some people say, Pastor, you're out of your mind. Well, no, it's true because you have to deal with it. And if you don't, you will find yourself in a real mess. David had incredible pressure running and hiding from Saul. Can you imagine the feeling of being hunted? But what did David do? Well, just gander through the Psalms, and you will find out that he gave it all to God. And he thanked him for delivering him and watching over him. 
his relationship with God grew during that time of crisis. Here he was running and hiding, but his relationship grew because he counted on God Almighty to lead him. People of God, if you count on your Heavenly Father to lead you, He will lead you. He will guide you. He will open doors. He will see you through troubled times. He will lead you through situations that you don't think you can get through on your own, and you're right, because you can't get through them on your own. You need the power of God in your life. People help build character. You are helped by God when you go through these things. You know, in the New Testament, too, we find, I think it's in Peter and in James, both, there's, you know, in their trials and situations, you know, these help you grow. Yes, people, I know that it's, it's tough in life. I know that things aren't easy. He loves us so much, and, you know, there's times he disciplines us, too. I will always be grateful for being around people who shape my life. I'll always be grateful about being around my parents, around my friends, around my, my first guy I went to work with, Randy Hood, in, in Spokane, Washington, a man of God, a, a youth pastor. I was his assistant youth pastor for several years, and Randy and I have been close friends for years. This man, I'm telling you, he reminded me of my father. He was a man of God, still is, planted a church, is going great guns. But I'm telling you what, Randy and and. And his faith in God was a tremendous example to me. Sometimes, sometimes we have people around us that detract us from character buildings. We all need to take a close look at the influences we have in our lives and recognize the effect they're having. Who is around your life? Who is breathing into you? Who are the five people that are around your life the most? Are they breathing character? Are they breathing Jesus into your life? Is the Holy Spirit very prevalent in their life? Who do you spend all your time with? Yes, Jesus spent time with the sinners and tax collectors, but that isn't who he spent the majority of his time with, is with his disciples. And they were learning and growing together. They're about the same purpose. You know, and I I just, sometimes we get caught up in our lives and we just don't think about the influences and the people that are around, and pretty soon we find ourselves adrift. Pretty soon we find ourselves wondering, what am I doing in my life? And we find that we have just followed the path of those that we didn't want to follow, those that weren't following the Lord. And people of God, we've got to stand up for God's truth. We've got to be used by him. And, and I'm so thankful, again, for those that helped shape my life, like my parents and Randy and my brothers and some people in my church over the years in two different churches that I've uh, pastored at. God really has put people there. Well, I want to talk for a moment about the importance of community. When thinking about having, you know, that uh, we need to have community when we don't have a lot of time to live, you know, in our lives. You know, we just recently lost a 49-year-old in our church, which was very sad. And I just, uh, one of our FCA employees just lost his, I believe, 35-year-old wife. Terribly sad. Ryan, Lord bless him as he recovers from this. It's a tough, tough thing. But we need to understand that God wants to help us in our community. Listen to Luke chapter 10, excuse me, yes, chapter 10, verse 38 through 42. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care? My sister has left me to do all the work by myself. Tell her to help me. 
Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Well, listen to that. She was listening. He, she chose what was better. She was listening to the Lord Jesus Christ. Spending time together is very important. Sometimes we get so busy doing things that we don't spend time with the people that we need to spend time with. As the Bible tells us, life is a vapor just going by very quickly. If we're going to leave boldly, leave the world boldly when we die, and be ready when our time is called, we need to take advantage of the time we have with others. As again, as I talked about yesterday, I'm so thankful my brother Dave years ago, that when he knew that he was leaving this world, he left boldly, courageously, and did all he could to prepare for the kingdom of God and to share his testimony to a lost world. We need to commit ourselves to be there for each other, working together to make a difference in this lost world. You know, I tell you what, uh, you know, it's, it's so interesting as we see people in their lives. We see things take place. I remember in the book of Acts, I love the book of Acts because we see the great revival. We see at the very beginning how the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit and together they prayed together and they allowed the Holy Spirit to move in their lives. And they got together, they had fellowship, they broke bread together, they became a community together. Folks, that's what the church is. That's why it's important to be involved in a church. You need the community. You need someone to love you. You need someone to be there for you. You need somebody to encourage you. That's why the Bible says don't forsake the assembling of gathering together in Hebrews. It's so important, but yet we do. And we say, no, I'm going to do it my way. Folks, it's time to start doing it God's way. It's time to start following God's desires and God's will for your life. We need to avoid fellowship robbers, those that take us away from our community, take us away from encouraging others, that takes away from worshiping together. We live it in this world today. I'm telling you what, the world tells you that worshiping God isn't that important. The world tells you that being a part of services on your the day you worship, whether it's Saturday or Sunday, that he tells you that the world tells you it's not important. And now all our sports events, many of our sports events, a lot of the club events, they're playing sports right over the top of all our services. And, you know, and so it forces people to make a decision. And unfortunately, many people want their kids in sports, so they make a decision to be away from the house of God. My brother Doug, who's a pastor, been a pastor, just retired, been a pastor over 45 years. And my brother Doug could have been a professional baseball pitcher. He was amazing. But one of the things he chose to do at a certain time in his life it was either play baseball on Sundays and Wednesdays uh, with a team that was a tremendous team, a team that one of the best teams in Idaho history, been from Lewiston years and years ago. And he could have been great. And, they every, and he still played college baseball, but they said that he could have gone pro if he would have stayed and played, uh, played there. But he said, you know what? I don't want to miss out on my fellowship. I don't want to miss out on growing in things of God. I want to be a part of the church body. And, you know, he chose to do that. And God called him into ministry. God called him into ministry because he obeyed God. But we let the world distract us. Live with no regrets. If you're whisked away today and if you know that God's in a, you know, and God could call you home, you know, live with no regrets. Use your talents and treasures for the things of God. He has a great plan for your life, but we all need to be diligent and faithful in serving him. Make a great decision. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.